0: Hey, welcome back to Project Freelance. If you're new to the podcast, hello, my name is K, just the letter. You can find me on the social medias at k or at k Inagonio Photography on Instagram. And uh, my website is kinagoniophotography.com. if you are interested in A, hiring me, B, seeing what I do, C, if you want to sponsor one of the uh, podcast episodes, that'd be tight. This week, I want to talk about building websites and why it's so important to your business, to yourself as a freelancer. And for those of you that aren't filmmakers or photographers, don't worry. When I talk about these different elements of building a website and how I go about doing it and how I decide to like organize things, I'll be using photography as my example. But you can use these elements and you can follow my guide guide. For any type of freelance work, it doesn't matter what you do. So I'm going to get into it. Building websites, 101 with Project Freelance. Let's do this. Strap in. If you like it, let me know in the comments. Rate the podcast. You know the drill. So why why build a website? Why do you need a website? What's the point? There's Instagram. There's Facebook. There's Twitter. Why do you also need a .com? See, the important thing about having a website is it's an official place where people can go to look through your best work, look through your projects that you've worked on, and they can see how they can hire you, they can see your schedule, they can see what you're offering. A website is basically a presentation of your brand. So you're trying to sell it. It's your storefront, essentially. So websites are extremely important. And yeah, some businesses only have Instagram and Facebook. They don't have like an actual website. And to me, like, okay, sure. But why not just get a website as well? Because that's like what 30% of your audience is probably on a desktop, right? Uh, Even even on Instagram, like 30% of people use their desktop for Instagram, which is crazy to me, by the way. I just think it's super weird when you do it on a desktop, but that's just me. So, yeah, it's, I think it's important. I think it's necessary, but I don't think you absolutely have to have one to like be a reputable business or by any means. Um, but I think it's important to have a website and have a place, a centralized place where all of your stuff can be found. So, when I, decided to make a website. I had no idea what I was doing. And there are like pre-made templates on, you know, various uh, website hosting sites. Like, you know, there's like Smug Mug or Wix or Squarespace or whatever it is you want to use. There are so many different hosting sites out there, hosting platforms, I guess I should say. Um, But I personally have used Squarespace and Wix. Um, I started on Squarespace just because it seemed like it was the easiest to use at the time. It was the most um, amateur website builder friendly, if you will. And I had a friend who was using Wix and I told him that looked way too complicated for me. So I started on Squarespace. So the first thing I did, and this is basically the steps you need to take to get your website. First of all, you have to come up with a name for your website, a domain, you know, and I'm not to the point in my career where I feel ready to make the jump from my company, my, you know, me being my name, so and Inagonia Photography, to, like, an actual, like, production thing, because I want to make sure I know my goals and my business plan and, like, all that stuff for that, because once I, once I then switch gears from my personal photography to, like, A brand name like then I have to push that and market it because it's not just me like I'm I can right now I can push myself and I can still push my brand in the future but it's just easier to build it up with people knowing that I'm that photographer like I'm that filmmaker you know what I mean I just have never taken that jump I've never found that name I have a couple names that I'm I have like on a list I have like a final list you know and so that's all cool and stuff but anyway so yeah first thing you have to do is you know come up with a website name a domain and then you're gonna have to go register it and pay for it and this is the part that sucks if you're new to photography or if you're new to the freelancing world and website building everything you have to pay for everything every single little fucking thing if you want to add like a music box like a music player on your website you have to pay like a premium subscription or like some I don't know it's weird it sucks that everything, everyone just tries to steal everyone's, like, every last penny. Let me see I can what I can squeeze out of you guys today. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, something you can look forward to. <laughs> Everything's expensive in this industry. Uh, freelancing, working for yourself is just hell expensive. But whenever you come up with a name, you need to register that name and create a domain or your .com, your web address. So there's a lot of different websites you can use. I'm just going to mention GoDaddy because I feel like that's where most of the domains that are online are registered at. I just feel like GoDaddy has been the number one website for years and they've continued to you know, grow as a company. And I, I don't know. I think GoDaddy is great. You're welcome, GoDaddy. This is not a paid ad. I just like they do they do good things. And I know this podcast isn't going to be too exciting uh, or filled with stories or anything because I'm just talking about building websites. It's just like a logistical thing that you have to do when you are a freelancer. It's just a part of our our process, really. So yeah, it may not be too exciting, but it's super necessary, which is why this episode exists. So if you're not into it, wait till next week. Come back. There will be a better episode, more entertaining episode for you. Thank you for stopping by. But if you're sticking around, hey, what's up? All right. So you have your domain, right? Next, you need to figure out what platform you want to put your website on. Where do you want your website to be hosted? Do you want to use Squarespace? That's what I started with. When I made my Squarespace account, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to lay out a website. I had never designed a website. I had done like MySpace page and I've done, you know, like I've done a couple things here and there like social media wise as far as like organizing something visually goes, but which is funny because as a photographer you think I'd have an eye for like organization like that, but you'd be uh, quite surprised. Quite the contrary. But as a millennial, as you can guess, I went to my school books, i.e. google.com, and looked up some websites looked up some photography portfolio websites i looked up video websites i looked up a bunch of different kind of websites i looked at websites of people that i enjoy following like their content for example i looked at sawyer hartman's and art wolf's websites for like months and i was obsessed i was like oh my god i love the layout i love how clean they are like i love the details i love how sawyer uses different fonts throughout his posts i think that's awesome and that's why my blogs have different fonts. If you're not signed up to my mailing list, please pause this and go to kagoniophotography.com and sign up for the mailing list. Otherwise, aliens will probably abduct you. It's true. I synced it. So once you find a template on Squarespace or on whatever website it is, you can customize it. You get to start adding your elements. You get to start making it your website. And what's really cool about, you know, Squarespace and Wix and these different uh, hosting sites is that the templates are so down to the detail that if you're looking specifically for like a corporate photography portfolio website kind of template, they have one. If you're looking for like only black and white stuff, only travel stuff, only like they have like themes, like it's, it's endless. People are so creative when it comes to, you know, anything visual. Visual arts is just a huge creative field and it's amazing to see how many people have made a living out of you know creating website templates or editing templates there's there's so much money you just have to go find it and you have to you know really focus on it and if you decide like i'm gonna make after effects templates then make a fuck ton of after effects templates put them online you can sell them you can sell them in video hive and vato you can You guys, I promise you, if you just keep listening to this podcast, you're going to learn so many ways to make money that it's going to make your head spin. But yeah, Squarespace is a super simple, self-explanatory, you know, they like walk you through the steps. They have like tutorials and stuff on how to, you know, customize the template and all that jazz. But the pages themselves aren't very customizable. They're kind of trapped to their little template locations, Um, which is why I decided to move over to Wix. Now, Wix is a very, I think it's a professional website building platform, honestly. I think that you have to have, you know, more than average experience in, you know, working on and maintaining and, you know, adding tags and doing SEO optimization and all these things. You have to do so many things. And Wix is definitely the platform where if you don't know what those things are already, then you're probably gonna have a bad time trying to get any attention or traction on your site, on your pages. So initially I wanted to go with a design that was clean and very like businessy and corporate looking. But then I realized, why would I do that? I don't do a lot of corporate gigs. I do mostly very creative work. I do mostly, you know, music videos or documentaries and you can't be cut and dry and black and white with those things. Those things are very creative and very colorful and very, you know, multi, multi-textural, multi-layered. So that's how my website is. Like when you go to k you'll see that it's not just like a white background with some photos. It's honestly, there's not even that many photos on the homepage. There is, however, a lot of information that could be helpful to anybody that's either trying to hire me or find out more about me or see what else it is that I do or see all that I offer or see who I work for. I wanted to make my website super fun and super bright, and I wanted to have a lot of different offers and different opportunities on the website. So for example, I have the podcast is like the first thing on the homepage right now. I am promoting it heavily, obviously, because I want people to get involved in it. And while the podcast may not be my main focus, like photography or film is, It's something that's very important right now and it's something that's happening currently and it's a recent thing that was created. So that's why I am pushing it and I am promoting it at the top of the website. It's one of the first things you see and I think that it's helped bring a lot of people over to iTunes, over to the podcast. So it just goes to show you that you have to prioritize things. So whatever you're currently working on or whatever you are currently wanting to or trying to promote, definitely put that first on your website because it's important that people see it so that they can jump on it before the opportunity passes. So for musicians, if you're working on a current project, maybe put a photo of the band's album or a photo of the band or whatever it is online on your website to show, hey, this is what I'm currently working on. Here's a link to my other stuff, like go check out my portfolio. These are the other artists I've worked with. It's really simple. It's just one of these things you have to kind of learn as you go when you're building a website and people don't think like, oh, I should add a bio. You know, it's these simple things like you need to add like an about section, like people need to know who you are. You need to show them the person behind the camera. It's important. So don't forget to add an about page or an about me section or whatever it is. So something that's on my website that I think is super important and has helped grow my, you know, my mailing list exponentially is by having a pop-up. So, whenever someone goes to my website, doesn't matter what page they click on, there's an automatic pop-up that comes up if they're not subscribed to the mailing list. So, most pop-ups are super annoying and they're just like, hey, sign up for our mailing list. Cool. And you're like, I don't want that. I don't want your 50% off discounts. I don't care. My mailing list, if you sign up for my mailing list, if you go to photographycom and sign up for my mailing list, I'm not even going to read it to you because it's It's something that you need to read for yourself, and I guarantee 9 out of 10 of you will sign up for the mailing list just based on what the actual text says when you sign up. It's amazing, and it's honestly gotten me a lot of work just from people signing up and seeing the emails. So don't overlook the pop-up idea. It actually works very, very well, and I'm glad that I discovered that. The next thing I wanted to talk about is your homepage. So, basically, your portfolio page. Mine, like I said, is basically like a website where I have different content on it, but most content creators, most photographers, because they do, you know, one thing, they have like their portfolio on the homepage. It's like a slideshow or a video of their work, that kind of stuff. Very fun, very exciting, but not for me. I wanted something fun. So... I just built mine differently. And I use Wix and I love Wix. It's so easy to customize and it's so artist friendly, which means you get to be creative with it in your own way and you don't have to stick to like a template's guidelines, which is really cool, even though there are templates available. So once you figure out what you wanna put on your homepage, you need to figure out how you wanna organize your website and what kind of things you want on there. For example, do you wanna have a blog? Do you wanna post blogs? I post blogs, it's crazy. I do so many things now. I put content on so many different platforms. I don't know how I'm alive. I don't know how I'm also recording this podcast, but I am somehow. I just feel like these are things that I have wanted to do. So I'm going to do them until I can't do them until it's overwhelming and impossible. And until that happens, I will continue to do so. So because I do full production on pretty much all of my projects, whether it's photo or video or editing, whatever it is. For example, my video work, I you know, write, storyboard, direct, film, edit, upload, caption, color grade. I do everything. I do all of my own things because that's what I've done since I started. That's all I ever knew. And it's weird to me to think that I'm about to come to a point where I'm gonna need to actually hire other people to edit my stuff because I just don't have time. And as much as I'm excited for that, it also scares me because I know what my footage looks like. (laughs) Like I know when I'm filming something, I know what I do with a camera. Like every camera person does little things like when they're recording before they actually like are like locked into the shot, you know, like some will like jiggle the camera or some will like change the focus, I just fucking suck until I get the shot right. (laughs) And so, yeah, my videos, I'll like tweak little things until it's right in the shot and then I'll film it. But I'll do it while I'm recording because I don't fucking know because I'm stupid. And that's just we all do it. Don't tell me you don't do it. So I didn't want to split up my videos by like, directing work and filming work and editing work because I do everything I do every single thing so I split my stuff up like this I have client videos and in my client videos page I have like corporate clients alternative press stuff I have documentaries I have fitness sports related stuff you know so I have it broken down on the page and then I have like it's basically like a almost like a slideshow videos and it's like a playlist so you can just like scroll through the videos and play whatever you want and i did the same thing with my photos so my client work for my photography i have that on the page and it's split up by you know music or lifestyle or clothing or commercial whatever it may be i have a playlist for it and or like a a slideshow or a gallery or whatever you want to call it i have a place for every type of work I do. And the crazy thing is it took me so long to figure out that I needed to have pages for my portfolios that I shouldn't just use my entire website as a portfolio because that's super overwhelming when people click on your website and they're like, Oh my God, I don't know where to find anything. People need direction. They need direct links. Direct links are always super, super helpful. So if you are applying for jobs, make sure you send a direct link to you know your portfolio page on your website not just your like home page on your website and then you're obviously going to want to put your personal projects that you work on that aren't necessarily commission-based you, that you want to feature on your website as other things you do just to show off your style and your skills and maybe reach out to other potential types of clients right so for me that includes my urban exploration stuff that includes my travel stuff that includes my you know my street style photos my artistic stuff if you will and I set it up so that when you go onto my menu and you hover over blog it has a drop down menu and it gives you the options for urban exploration music and I think like lifestyle is the other option on there those are the three categories I have for my blog so far. So if I start doing something else, like for example, this podcast is actually now a tab on that because that's extra things that I do. So the podcast is also a part of my blog. And one thing that I'm not going to get too deep into, but we'll talk about in the future is selling photo prints on your website and you know the perks of doing that and how to go about doing that and what kind of things you should put on there. We'll talk about that at another time because I'm still trying to figure that out and I have a lot of people I need to ask, like, professionally, like, what what do you think? Like, what what did you do? What was your process? I want to have some guests on the podcast that have sold prints. And I have a guy that is going to be coming on. His name's Luke Baker. You can check him out on Instagram, at Luke Baker. And he is from Australia. We met when I was living in Perth and he's moving to Canada But I asked him to be on my podcast because I've had some questions to ask him for a few years that I've just never asked him. And I feel like this podcast would be the perfect place to ask those questions. So selling prints online, we will definitely come back to, but I am selling prints online and I recommend selling prints online, but there are a lot of ways to go about it and a lot of different things to consider. So I'm not even going to get started in it because we'll be here all day. But you wanna pick the right content for your website. If you are a wedding-specific photographer, don't upload live music photos to your website. Put those on your social media. Put them somewhere that it makes sense. Clowns don't make sense at a wedding. You know, Clowns and weddings don't really mesh well together unless it's a clown wedding. So you have to treat it almost like your portfolio, like I was talking about last week. You need to pick your best work to showcase blogs are the same thing. And here's the other thing. You want to you want to keep a sense of your character, but you also want to keep a sense of professionalism. So you have to have fun with it in the wording, but you also have to keep it very professional and not use a whole lot of like slander or, you know, like you just need to be smart. You just need to be business savvy because you are trying to get people to hire you. So that's the deal. That's how you got to get a website. If you guys have any questions, please tweet me at KN You can also follow me on Instagram at KN Photography. You can use hashtag project freelance whenever you share this podcast, which you should. You should also rate it with five stars, please. I'm just trying to get Adobe to sponsor this podcast, though. So for reals, if you know someone at Adobe, you want to sponsor my podcast, just let me know. I am ready. So I'll talk to you guys next week. We are almost done with season one of Project Freelance. It's crazy. I never thought that I would actually make this podcast. And here we are almost done with an entire season and almost have an entire season two recorded. It's crazy. I'm super happy with it. And I hope you guys love it. Let me know what you think. I'll talk to you soon. This has been Project Freelance.